Something that I think we've forgotten is that prior to the Industrial Revolution, early 1900s, like around that time, women knew that they had a really big capacity to not only raise their family and run a household, but that they were worthy of support, love, nurturing, being financially supported, and they didn't have to work their asses off to get it all. So let's like challenge where our belief systems are currently at because just because we think it's true doesn't actually mean it's true. Let's break that down, shall we? Hi, I'm Kiki and the Mama Load is my podcast where I share all things motherhood, like in the hood. (laughs) I have four kids of my own. And really what I want to do is remind you to live a simple, easy, fun motherhood journey and not get bogged down in the problems. Because I think all of us can find a really long list of problems. But I think it's time that we shift the problems to the side and we stop looking at them and we go and just have some motherfucking fun. So this stuff has been ruminating around in my mind for a few days and I was trying to talk to my husband about it and as usual, what he'll normally do is look at me blankly and come back and talk to me about it in like a month. He'll be like, remember that time you said? And I'll be like, dude, that was ages ago. He's like processing speed is like old Apple Mac, right? Like, But my besties on here, like my best booze who come and chat to me on Instagram after they listen to the podcast, you guys know where it's at. So I, I know you're going to get me 100%. But uh, so here's what's on my mind. Men or the masculine are praised for how much money they make. Okay. So the more money your man makes, kind of the higher up in the social digs he is. And the more he can share that money around, let's say like buying people dinners or drinks or any of those kinds of things, the better he is seen in the community and by himself. Okay. And, but for women, the more you hustle, the more you're seen. So the harder you work, the earlier you get up, the more kids you have, the more things you do, the more parts of society you've impacted yourself on, then then you're like praised as being a fucking kick-ass mama, like a kick-ass woman because you are a hustler. Women are praised for hustling. And I was like, where the fuck did this come from? Because I am just here to like basically lay back and get laid, you know, like that kind of energy. (laughs) Sorry for any visuals. Uh, But just like, I think we get to receive and we get to create from places that feel really good and really empowering to us. I have been a hustler. I have been a hustler for my whole life. And I was deeply, deeply praised for my hustle. Like I was so seen, the harder I worked, the more I gave out, the more I was seen. But do you know what actually made me be seen is my magical properties. Like the way I could manipulate situations into what I wanted them to be or like manifest them into creation. That was how I was actually seen. But on the outside, it was like, how hard does she work? And then she is worth that. 
And so I just really want to want you to look at yourself. And I'm actually not saying not to do anything. That is not what I'm saying at all, because that is a lie as well. You know, you can lay around and do nothing and hope for the best, but maybe (laughs) I'm talking about like inspired action and inspired action will bring pockets of hustle. It will bring pockets like there has been so many times in my business where I have stayed up till 3am, not even having a concept of the time, just hustling on my work, on my, and it just feels so good. And there's times where I've like slept till 8.30 in the morning and that feels so good. And all of it is wonderful. But what I want you to start looking at for yourself is like, am I only deeming myself as a good human once I have decided that I have tried hard enough. So if you're running a business, are you like, okay, once I've hustled hard enough, my business will boom? Or are you just like, my business is going to fucking boom no matter how hard I try. Even if I only take the smallest steps, my business is going to blow up, right? So which kind of space are you willing to sit in and believe in? Because like I said in the intro, In the early 1900s, when the Industrial Revolution came in and we started to outsource education, I actually don't have any kind of problem with that because it really served a purpose. It was babysitting for the factory workers to go to work and have their kids learn to read and write and then their mums didn't have to do it. And in some ways, there is wonder and there is joy and there is amazement in there. But it's made a mum think she has to work and juggle the whole shebang from like over a hundred years ago. Now, prior to that, many women had men who loved them and supported them and nurtured them. And they had a household full of people who helped them. And the world operated very differently. And it was very feminine and it was very masculine. And it really did have those divisions. Do I want it to be back to that? No, because there's obviously so many flaws with that sort of belief system operating from that way. And I just want you to like really deeply look at what actually feels good to you. What's actually going to light you up? Because when you are truly lit up, you do a whole lot more than when you think you just have to do those things. Like if you were running a business and you thought you had to have a funnel, an email funnel to sign people on, and you just spent months and months thinking about this fucking funnel. (laughs) I've done this before. I don't love receiving emails myself. So I don't send heaps of emails in my business unless I feel like called to, unless it like sings to my heart. And then I'm like, oh, the people on the email list really want to hear what I have to say. Of course they do. And that's inspired action. And I really feel like we could all bring a lot more inspired action to our life. And it's not, It's just like not resisting all that comes. It's like getting into your feminine flow rather than your feminine hustle. So how can you flow? Now, sometimes if you work full time, flowing 100% means that you're up at 5am. Like it truly does. And I had 
don't really see any kind of problems with that. I don't see it as a super negative thing, but like, what can, how can you do that so that it feels like a flow state? Are you going to bed early enough to nurture your body? Are you like drinking your coffee outside so you can watch the sunrise? Or are you just like going for a little walk around the block while your husband's still home? Whatever that might be, like, where is your flow? Are you going to let her in? Or are you just going to keep hustling? Because all those women that are hustling, they're not very happy. <laughs> and you know what I realized hustle culture did to me? I don't want to, like hustle culture is a word, but you know, I am the creation of the hustle that I created. So I am not going to blame external worlds for that because I am a creator of my own reality. I really had this kind of ingrained belief that I couldn't make money or support my family independently without a man or like it was very much like initially like he supports me to be able to do this and now that I can like support myself to be able to do this it flows even better when I'm not relying on someone else. When like, if I know I want to buy things for myself, I've got like intrinsic flow within myself. Like, oh, my desires are of like perfect, natural norms. Like I'm allowed to desire whatever I want. There is no bad things wrong with my desires it's like how do I make those desires come true how do I service women to make sure they feel like amazing and beautiful and like they're creating the life of their dreams that's always on my mind like from the moment I wake up it doesn't go away (laughs) it truly doesn't and I'm always having to challenge myself like I'm always having to go like, is this the right thing to do? Or what would you tell your clients to do? (laughs) Sometimes I do. And often actually with my husband, when I'm like pushing against something, he'll be like, what would you say to a client? I hear you in that laundry room, like sending them voice memos, like all the time, like how would you get them to flow? And so you can coach yourself through this. Like you 100% don't need me. If you do, that's lovely and I love you too. And you can keep listening to this podcast or you can flick me an email or DM if you want actual coaching, but (laughs) you do not need me. You need belief in yourself and you don't even need to look to your husband or your partner or anyone. You've got it there. It's there. And it's not blocked by your kids and it's not blocked by the fact that you don't sleep much. It's in you but it's blocked by consuming everyone else's culture, everyone else's belief systems, because you are exposed to so much that you have never even realized how much you're inputting. And I know I've got another podcast on this somewhere, but it's like super a lot. You know, like I went to a talk the other day and it was wonderful these women sharing these beautiful stories. But we all know our phones are listening, right? Because someone had talked about her husband dying. Then I go home and I'm looking at TikTok and all of the TikToks are about people who have lost their spouses. And I was like, holy shit balls. Like I've never even contemplated this in my life and now it's all I can think about. 
And so we are just exposed to so much information. And I think you'll find the less information you input, the less, you know, if, uh, like I said to my husband, I will have, I have like one or two people that I will listen to very occasionally. I used to consume all the self-help, like all of it, every scrimp that you could find. And I think sometimes that's part of a process of finding what you actually want and desire. But now, so rarely, so rarely, because I'm like, then I can't hear me. And I am the self-help. Like I am the guru. I'm fucking mother earth. And so are you. Like, who are you? Like, listen to you. You have all the answers. Uh, someone was talking to me, me today, a client about something that was super stressed about and it was related to money and she didn't have the answers and she was just really worried and frightened. And she was sharing her story and I was like, you know, that sounds really hard and really scary and I'm like super sorry that you're in that situation. But I don't know, is worrying about it like really, really helping? She's like, no. And I was like, well, maybe it's time to just go. All the good things are just going to work out. I 100% know amazing things are coming for me. They're just not going to go away. They are just going to keep rolling in. I do perfect work. I get paid so perfectly for it. And the money to fix this is just going to come so easily. It's just going to come in a way that I couldn't even imagine. Just like magic. Poof. We're just going to believe in the magic. And we're going to keep holding on the magic. And we're just going to know what's coming. And that's the vibe. That's what we're going for. No more hustle. Just a bit more faith. Faith and love. It'll fix everything. I'm Kiki and the Mama Load is my podcast where I share all things motherhood, like in the hood. (laughs) I have four kids of my own and really what I want to do is remind you to live a simple, easy, fun motherhood journey and not get bogged down in the problems because I think all of us can find a really long list of problems But I think it's time that we shift the problems to the side and we stop looking at them and we go and just have some motherfucking fun.